Oh yeah, that was Between Days. And check out the spelling of days in the episode bio. It's spelled with a Z. And if you didn't know, now you know that yours truly, FX2, has a fascination when I see a word with a Z instead of an S. It's just something that must have been a little bit of an influence of mine growing up. I loved words with Zs. Anything. Buzz, for instance. I don't know. Maybe it's because of uh, onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. There's a vocabulary term for you. And my wife is cringing right now if she's listening. I doubt she is because she gave up after like the fifth second or sixth second of my first episode, I think. Um... She's a linguistic English um, genius, so when I <laughs> collaborated with a few peeps and we started FX2 Studios and spelt it with a Z at the end, she flipped out, let me tell you. I heard every reason why I was the reason or... Uh, contributing factor to the diminishing of the English language. I have some kind of accent dialect. I don't know what you want to call it. It's a form of uh, FX tubonics, I guess you could say. Hooked on phonics worked for everyone else except for me I guess like, I don't know I just love when you get to spell something with the Z like today's featured artist it's a band they're from Baltimore Maryland and they are called between days with a Z I love saying words with Z's, don't you? Zoo. Um, what's another one, huh? Buzz. Wow. Imagine being Buzz Aldrin and being able to spell your name with not one, but two Z's. Damn. Talk about onomatopoeia. Oh, look at me pulling out those fucking $50 words, and also I'm gonna boomerang this shit right back again, because I learned that word in the 90s, and in the 90s is when Between Days, the band that you just heard a little bit of from, was... Playing the Baltimore, Maryland area. They were rocking. They were in the thick of shit. Back in the 90s, you know, when I was 
a teenager with a Kurt Cobain poster up on my wall. Yeah, listening to Alice in Chains and Pearl Jam and Weezer and shit like like that. You know, there's another Z for ya. <laughs> Between days was playing live shows, man. They were getting drunk probably and having a good time and playing music while I was uh, pirating music off of. 92.3 K-Rock New York and a Rock and roll station Yeah, I had the cassette tapes Set up all my dual bookcases <laughs> Stereo shelf So hilarious, man I used to like run home and um, I would record Funk Master Flex on Friday nights. That was my rap phase where I was really introduced to hip hop. But before that and after that, I have to admit that I am a suburban rock and roller to the core. You know, I play guitar. It's not the first instrument that I started with. I actually played the violin in elementary school for all of you who are dying to know that I know that my parents would love to hear me play the violin one more time because there's just a certain type of migraine that I would employ onto anybody who was listening to me try and fiddle around with this violin and it was just a toy for me you know I'd wax the bow up and I'd try to break the strands of <laughs> horse hair or whatever the fuck it's made out of on the bow strand on the violin man I would play that thing like it was an axe and you know it wasn't soon after that that I got my first guitar and it was probably around the time that these guys, between days, we just heard their uh, song called Time. You can find it on YouTube. That's where I actually came across them, was YouTube. They had a bunch of videos up there. They still do. And you should check them out. I know that they have a link tree that's listed in the episode bio today so you can hear them on all platforms i like listening on youtube because i like watching visuals and they have some cool videos man you should definitely definitely check out all of them you're gonna hear some more music from between days in a little bit i just want to Finish the story about the axe that I got. My first axe. Electric guitar, right? It was by a company called Samick or Samick. I never knew how to pronounce it. That was the worst part about owning that guitar. Because whenever I would brag to my friends, you know, at 12, 13 years of age, you know, I, hey man, I got an electric guitar, I'm just like Kurt, you know, and they're like, oh, you got a Fender, you got a Stratocaster, and it's like, no man, I got a 
سمک سامک سمک I think it was like my next door neighbor or something that just called it you know Sammy's dick and I ended up stroking Sammy's dick for a long time and I had to stroke Sammy's dick without an amplifier for a year to prove to my father that I was serious about playing the guitar. I think after that violin scenario, situation, whatever you want to refer to it as, he was a little bit reluctant to uh, spend some money on a pretty decent instrument for me to learn on. So I played a Sammy's Dick guitar for a year electric without an amplifier. I think I may have plugged it in once or twice. And then after a year of lessons and learning how to play every fucking Nirvana tune there was, every single verse or chorus, not the lead guitar, but every Metallica song you could think of. I knew the power chords, and that was it. I was no Kirk Hammett. You know, I couldn't hit the leads on anything. I was never that talented with the guitar. I did, however, get into a pretty neat band in middle school, which I'm going to tell you all about in just a minute because it's a really fucking funny story and it has to do with Twisted Sister, the band from the 80s, late 80s, you know, the one where they dressed up like uh, trans girls or whatever, <laughs> you know, and they scream, we're not gonna take it. No, we ain't gonna take it. We're not gonna take it in the ass anymore or something like that. Oh man, wait do you hear why I just said that? Because we used to tease D. Schneider's son, Jesse. This one is called... Decision. Enjoy.
So that was Decisions. Another amazing track by Between Days. Check out the link tree in today's bio. And you will find their music on every platform you can possibly want to listen to music on. Go listen to them on YouTube. I like to watch the videos. They're pretty neat. These guys have been at it for 15 years, man. They know what the fuck they're doing. They're back in the studio recording and mastering what they never put out on a major label. So, now that they're back in the studio, now that they're mastering these tracks, now that there's new technology out there, and hint, hint, wink, wink, there's some people that are listening right now that know a thing or two about audio engineering, not saying that they need any assistance, but, you know, this whole venture here, A Murder of Musicians, is about collaboration. It's a collective of musicians from every single genre, every style, every state, every country, every continent, every language. Because we all play music, and music is a universal language, not mathematics. Oh, wait, the two of them are, in fact, the same when you think about it, but that's a whole entire podcast within itself, musical um, composition and musical theory, which I knew nothing about back in the 90s when I started playing the guitar. All I knew how to do was strum a few power chords, and I knew how to mute some power chords as well, and I think I knew a Jerry Garcia blues scale, and that was what impressed my friend Mark DeVito, the drummer from my first ever band, and it got me the lead guitar role in Purgatory, the band that no one ever knew except for in two towns, well, two middle schools. However, it almost, almost became a household name because Mark was a hockey player who played on a hockey squad with another fellow teenage boy by the name of Jesse. His last name was Schneider. Yes, he was the son, his son, of D. Schneider. He was our singer. And boy, could he sing. He could hit some notes that I don't know if he still can, but he could back then because he was going through puberty like we were too. So, you know, there was that deep sound that his father had and 
that high sound that his father had too, you know? Um, so many good stories. The first time I saw him getting dropped off at Mark's house was in a pink station wagon. Or D had pink hair and it was a yellow station wagon, vice versa. I don't know. I just remember a station wagon, a lot of hair, and the color pink. And then this blonde kid getting out. And D. Schneider unloading two eight-foot speakers. That was the first time I ever set my eyes on a PA system, a real professional PA system. This was like one of the old PAs that Twisted Sisters started out playing with when they were a garage band. So now we had a PA system in Mark's garage and we kept that shit long after we dismantled, quote unquote, the band. We told Jesse that we stopped playing, but in fact, I started singing or at least thinking that I was singing, I was screaming, it was around the time that, you know, corn and corrosion of conformity and heavier bands that kind of screamed a little louder than singing was the new sound, so I was pretty damn good at screaming. I screamed all the time and I screamed very loud and we blew out the tweeters on that PA system that we kept for about a year uh, after Jesse was booted out of the band and later on in life he got the last laugh because I'm here now doing a podcast Last I knew of Jesse, he was on television. I think he was on VH1 or something like that. Like one of those shows, you know, when um, television used to have music playing. Yeah, well, he hosted some show, I think. And I got really disgustipated. That's a Maynard James Keenan term, by the way, disgustipated. For all you Tool fans out there, I'm telling you, I'm I'm in a rock and roll type of fucking mood today, listening to Between Days, and I'm gonna shut the fuck up right now because I've been talking and talking and talking about my bands that sucked. When you guys can listen to a fucking really talented band, and if I understand correctly, they wrote these songs 15 years ago, and talking about songs that could stand the test of time, well, we listened to Time Already, we listened to Decisions, and we're going to listen to Shooting Star now, which is one of my faves from Between Days. Check it out.
Okay, what did I tell you? Shooting Star. That's my favorite jam of theirs. And that one is by far a fucking killer track. Whether it was written 15 years ago or it was written last week. I love rock and roll. So I fucking dig it, man. You're like, that sound will never die. You know, an electric guitar, a real drum set, not a drum machine, you know, a drum set, cymbals, toms, kick drum, snare, you know, you even got cowbells and wood blocks and triangles and if you're lucky, you may have someone with a chime or two, you know, I think that when I was reminiscing about my first band, I bought a chime set for my friend Mark. I swear those chimes were only supposed to be for like a gag birthday gift or something. You know, they were never meant to be actually played or assembled and become a piece of the drum kit that Mark was playing. But yet he did take the gift seriously and he set it up and that present ended up being a deciding reason for the juxtaposition between the band members when Mark did some type of fill on the toms and then hit a snare and a cymbal and then he swipe the chimes and that just led to a vocal solo by young Schneider and I believe the lyrics went something like over the rainbow there'll always be another butterfly and that's about the time that I said I'm not gonna fucking take this anymore I want to play hardcore shit, you know, like Deftones and Korn, you know, and not this Sugar Ray style poppy rock kind of radio friendly sound that probably would have made us all retired by the age of 27, 28. We probably would have been you know, on our way to becoming, you know, the poppy bands like Maroon 5 or whatever. We had the connections. We had the people in the industry that we needed to know. And we squandered that opportunity, boy. Oh, my goodness. The uh, turns and twists that you take in this music industry are pretty significant when you look back in hindsight. Now, I don't know the entire story of Between Days, why they stopped. I know I spoke to John for a little while. Johnny was telling me about, you know, just life, life occurring and happening and, you know, what you think is your passion, what you feel is your passion, what you know is your passion, 
music, you know, that creative flow and that creative energy that you wake up feeling and you need to express on a daily basis has to take a back seat sometimes because life takes priority and life sucks <laughs> when you think about it. Um, has that song go, I don't want to work, I just want to bang on a drum all day or some shit like that. You know, everybody wants to be playing music. I write music every single day. I write electronic music. I've been doing that since 1998. So that gives you a little bit of an insight of how long I've been doing electronic music. And if you've ever checked out my shit on Apple Music or Spotify, you can tell right away that I haven't improved since I was 14 years of age. Um, my music still sucks. You won't hear me singing though, because I learned a long time ago that I did not have the vocal um, abilities that singers needed back in the day. Now, you know, after everybody was <clears throat> taken so by surprise when Millie Vanilli was found out to be a fake, a faux singer, a faux group rather, you know, both of them were just lip syncing. And how different is that from using auto-tune or using a sampler and just chopping up vocals right now and using a MIDI controller and making a perfect tuned vocal track. Now, I still can't do that <laughs> because I laugh too much when I try to sing. Um, I might put out an album or two for meditative purposes because, you know, some people say that my voice could be a little hypnotic. It could be mesmerizing to some, but hypnotizing to most. And with that, I'm going to shut the fuck up and not talk about my vocal inabilities or abilities and let the professionals do the singing. So without further ado, I stop talking about myself and I give you more of Between Days.
Yeah, that was Burn For You. That was another great song by Between Days, the Baltimore-based band that came from the 90s, are back in the studio now. They're remastering their tracks that they never released on any major label, so hint, hint, wink, wink, if you're a record label, you might want to check these guys out, you know? Find the info in today's bio. And if you don't want to make the first initial introduction, you're afraid for some reason and you feel more comfortable speaking to me first, I'll broker that introduction between you and the boys of Between Days. And... I would like to say that this has been an amazing motherfucking episode because we got to listen to some rock and roll. I had a fucking blast reminiscing about my past grunge days and my little bit of history with Twisted Sister and what could have been you know, with my music career, what trajectory it could have gone in rather than the road it did go down, which I'm not complaining one bit about because that was a time that I will never forget nor completely remember. (laughs) If you get my drift And if you get my drift And you like to get lit When you're listening to music And shit like that Well, FX2 Studios just collaborated With The Chronic Magazine So if you go to thechronicmagazine.com And you join their website then you're able to join some private groups, one of which is called Med Music. Med Music, get it? Medical Marijuana Music, Med Music. You'll see the FX2 logo in purple. That means that it's our group on the Chronic Magazine. And if you're a musician, or if you just like to listen to music, and you like the counter culture vibe that you get to enjoy when you're high on legalized marijuana, well, if you think that the song is fantastic that you're listening to, that is the reason why I started the group there, because I want to hear what you guys listen to when you guys are lifted. So please go to thechronicmagazine.com, join and look for Med Music Group. You'll see the FX2 Studios logo. Also, don't forget, please go to our website, fx2studios.com, join up, it's free. Stay informed with all the shit that's going on that means something in your life. Okay, 
there's a lot of shit going on in the world right now that nobody wants to fucking pay attention to. So let's just listen to music and smoke some trees, all right? And I think think that's exactly what I'm going to be doing shortly. I'm just going to put on one more song from Between Days. Check them out, please. And don't mind the sound of my lighter as I start up this next song. Until I see you on the other side. Peace out, motherfucker.